Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses seven major risk management categories, including vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the time period of April 8th through April 14th, 2013. Vulnerability activity for the period returned to elevated levels with multiple security advisories and software updates from Microsoft, Cisco, HP, IBM, and Adobe. Microsoft published its monthly security bulletin release on April 9, 2013. Microsoft released nine bulletins that addressed 14 vulnerabilities. The bulletins address vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Internet Explorer, SharePoint Server, and Microsoft Defender. The vulnerabilities could allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code, uh, conduct cross-site scripting attacks, gain access to sensitive information, cause a denial of service condition, or gain elevated privileges. A Cisco event response is available on the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations Portal. Following the security bulletin release, Microsoft reported that it's investigating system failures after security update 2823324 is applied and recommends that customers uninstall this update. Microsoft has removed the download links to the 2823324 update. Cisco released the following security advisories and an accompanying uh, applied mitigation bulletin. Multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco ASA software, multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco Firewall Services module software, multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco Unified Meeting Place solution, multiple vulnerabilities in Cisco iOS XE software for 1000 series aggregation services routers, Cisco Prime Network Control Systems database default credentials vulnerability and the Applied Mitigation Bulletin, Identifying and Mitigating Exploitation of the Cisco Prime Network Control Systems Database Default Credentials Vulnerability. Adobe released security advisories and updated software correcting multiple vulnerabilities in Adobe ColdFusion, Flash Player, and Shockwave Player. HP released multiple security advisories and software updates for HP Intelligent Management Center. IBM reported multiple vulnerabilities in IBM Cognos, Lotus Notes, Tririga, and XIV storage system. And two new vulnerabilities were reported in Parallels Plusk's panel. The vendor has not confirmed this vulnerability and updated software is not available. In ICS SCADA activity, Rockwell International reported four vulnerabilities in Rockwell Automation Factory Talk Services and Rockwell Automation RS Links Enterprise. In addition to the IntelliShield alerts on the Rockwell International vulnerabilities, Cisco released the Applied Mitigation Bulletin identifying and mitigating multiple input validation vulnerabilities in Rockwell Automation Factory Talk Services platform. Multiple vulnerabilities and software updates were reported for Cognant Real-Time Systems Data Hub application, Cognant Data Sim and Data Pin, and Canary Labs TrendLink. Pound.op Israel commenced uh, with the launch of a distributed denial of service attacks on several Israeli-owned websites. Groups supporting the attacks are claiming credit for participating, uh, reportedly in support of Palestine. The strength and impact of the attacks is disputed, with Israeli officials saying the attacks had little impact, and Jordanian security forces reporting arresting uh, several youths suspected of participating in the attacks. IntelliShield published 192 events last week, 125 new events, and 67 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash IntelliShield for more information. Moving on to the social media risk management category, 
Last week, the Crisis Management Office Affairs Bureau for Yokohama, Japan, tweeted to their 40,000-plus followers that, quote, North Korea has launched a missile. That tweet, however, was an error and was the result of an inadvertent send of a pre-staged message. Officials sent a retraction and apology after a follower reported the blunder. Meanwhile, the 29 million Twitter followers of at Barack Obama might be surprised to learn they aren't following the U.S. president at all. Instead, that account was turned over in February to a group known as Organizing for Action, a not-for-profit political lobbying group. The same group, OFA, uh, also manages the president's Facebook and Tumblr accounts, as well as the BarackObama.com domain. Of course, it can be argued that those 29 million Twitter followers have every right to be confused. After all, it really used to be the official President Obama Twitter account and still carries the distinctive blue verified account badge. Other fakes are more easily spotted. No one, for example, would ever believe that at Prez Billy Jeff was really former President William Jeffrey Clinton, would they? Social media is an exceptionally nimble platform for sending late-breaking news reports, emergency messages, and other as-it-happens missives. It's also a valuable platform to connect politicians and celebrities with the masses. The problem, as the Yokohama tweet so accurately illustrates, is that mistakes can happen that may result in erroneous tweets. With political tensions mounting across the globe, such mistakes could lead to the tweet heard around the world. Before reacting to any urgent-sounding communication, take a moment to verify the authenticity by checking with the sender or other reputable sources. Likewise, ensuring the validity of account holders is also key. For example, it's not uncommon for celebrities or politicians to have Twitter accounts that are really managed by their public relations firms or office staffers. Understanding the distinction can help you avoid feeling misled. Additionally, legitimate accounts can be compromised and taken over for malicious or prank purposes. Guarding access to the account and verifying the integrity of ownership is key, which is exactly where the Twitter blue verified account badge plays such an important role. That the at Barack Obama Twitter account still carries that blue badge, despite the change in ownership, is a reputation issue that Twitter would do well to address. Oh, and that fake at Prez Billy Jeff account? It's real. And next, in the mobile risk management category. On April 10th, 2013, a security researcher delivered a talk in the Hack in the Box conference in Amsterdam demonstrating a theoretical ground-based attack on aircraft. In a simulated environment, the researcher demonstrated how he was able to gain directional control of the simulated aircraft by exploiting well-known weaknesses in two aircraft communication protocols and combining them with previously unknown software vulnerabilities in onboard flight management systems. During his research, he developed an exploit framework for compromising FMS computers and maintaining persistence. He also created an Android app for orchestrating the theoretical attack. The researcher did not share the specific FMS uh, software vulnerabilities and claims to be working with FMS manufacturers, as well as the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration and the European Aviation Safety Agency to fix the issues. While the demonstration has been highly sensationalized in the media, it's important to remember that this demonstration was conducted in a simulated environment using a theoretical attack. While it's technically possible that the techniques could be adapted for a real-world environment, it's extremely unlikely 
It's also important to note that compromising an aircraft's FMS would only gain directional control of the aircraft if the autopilot were engaged in taking navigational commands from the FMS. Furthermore, a compromised FMS would be easily overridden by the pilot. The research does reiterate some critical weaknesses in the automatic dependent surveillance broadcast and aircraft communications addressing reporting system communications protocols that have been well documented. More importantly, the research has apparently also demonstrated previously unknown software vulnerabilities in FMS hardware. Aviation manufacturers, aircraft operators, and aviation regulators should act quickly to address the new software vulnerabilities and redouble their efforts to solve the known issues with the current communications protocols. And this week in the attacks and compromises risk management category. Malicious software discovered on point-of-sale devices in Kentucky allowed attackers to gain access to customer information, such as credit and debit cards. Security researchers discovered that attackers compromised the systems through a vulnerability in remote access software used by the point-of-sale devices. Reports indicate that patches are available for the vulnerability, which, if applied, would have prevented the attack. Affected merchants have been contacted by the United States Secret Service. Difficulties in managing point-of-sale systems put the devices at greater risk, as the systems can often be at remote sites with unreliable or slow network connections and complicating the task of deploying security updates and policy changes. In addition, the devices may be out of the view of common auditing procedures. Businesses should be aware of the risk that point-of-sale systems may present, and keep up to date on vulnerabilities discovered, and develop plans to closely monitor and maintain those systems. And finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, according to a variety of sources, including the World Health Organization, uh, there have been less than 50 confirmed human cases of a new strain of avian flu, H7N9, in China. Between a quarter and a third of these cases have proved fatal. There have been no confirmed cases of human-to-human transmission. All of the cases were reported in four provinces clustered around Shanghai, in eastern China. The U.S. Centers of Disease Control, the CDC, and other agencies, including the Australian Department of Foreign Affairs and U.S. Department of State, have not changed their travel advice from normal precautions. While the current outbreak is no cause for alarm, business travelers headed to Shanghai and environs, uh, supply chain risk managers, and information security specialists may want to keep an eye on this virus. Past experience suggests that even if the virus itself never poses a risk to humans outside of poultry workers in eastern China, uh, perceptions can create problems where they might not have otherwise exist. Social media sites may fill with uh, inaccurate or alarmist warnings. Consumers may avoid buying chicken or foods from Asia, substituting with other foods, in turn impacting stocks and food prices. Cyber criminals and smart alecks will be quick to take advantage of public alarm with creative phishing and malware. And business travelers may change plans, impacting supply chain and holding up important transactions. To avoid falling prey to misinformation, it may be helpful to visit authoritative websites such as cdc.gov and uh, who.int for the latest. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.